Welcome to Real Testaments. The messages shared at Church of God Mission International, Church for Real. We trust God that through this message, your life will be transformed and you will receive grace to influence your world. God bless you. Today, I'm still going to be speaking about the part two of what I discussed some weeks back about what he took from me. It is very exciting for you to see how people go through things and you will not know because of the way they look. Do not be deceived when you see somebody wearing designers and dress very well and talk very eloquent. It will amaze you to see what people go through, but you will never tell by their actual look. You can be seated today here, dressed, well-dressed, with your cologne and your perfume that speaks mystery, like Sam that is looking at me, dressing like somebody that is going to collect appointments in, you know, in Rock. Yet you are going through some issues that people will not believe. I have learned to ask questions directly to people by saying, guy, how are you? Then when you answer, then I ask you this question, have you eaten today? Of course, before I should ask that question, I should know that I have some things in my pocket to give. Now, the first time God told me to ask this question, I was struggling with the Holy Spirit. Ah, Holy Spirit, ah, how can you tell me to ask this guy that he don't chop? He said, Patrick, just ask. Now, when I looked at the guy uh, from, the, from the outward appearance, he looked like this guy, I am designers. I eat, you know, designers' food, you know, in my house. Our breakfast is, you know, you know the, the British breakfast. You understand what I mean, Daryl? You know what I'm talking about? You know, you have the, the baked beans. You know, the, you know all those things I'm talking about now. Don't form like you don't know. I, I said some of you eat fufu as breakfast. You know, it's possible. There are many of them here. That's the way. You see confession? Then later you are sleeping in church and say, God, I'm dreaming bad dream in the middle of service. <laughs> Please, oh, don't eat fufu and go for interview. You will sleep in the bus. <laughs> now, wow. See confession. I ask, guy, you don't eat. Have you eaten? Say, Pastor, for the last three days, it had been tough. For the past three days, it had been tough. This guy was wearing very good perfume, cologne. If you see his dress, just came back from, you know, you see those clothes now, where iron starched. He said for the past three days, it had been rough. Oh, it will, it will shock you, the rough things people go through. It will shock you that those guys that you are looking for that drive some good cars and some dress, wear some high heels. You know, for the ladies, their investment is their high heels. You know, yeah, you see, you see, you, 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 hear, you hear that? You hear that? God has a way of revealing things to <laughs> some are showing, some are showing us. They have like 24, but their issues is beyond that. A family man. That seem to be doing very well. And you are praying, God, I want my family to be like this. And you venture to ask, brother, how are you doing? Says, do you know that he was thinking of committing suicide? No, because they don't have enough. Some, they don't even have. But there is something about pressure. 
Pressure pushes you to a point that you never believe that you will ever get to. They say when you want to know somebody, is to know them during pressure. Well, I don't put it that way. Because pressures can change. You can come from any dimension. But you are the person I'm speaking to today. There are things in your life that Jesus wants to take out. It is good for us not to misinterpret who Jesus is. Jesus is not one of the way. He is the way. People think that whenever you are talking about Jesus and say, you know what, Jesus, you know, he will take you. He is telling you a fact. He is not a substitute. It is not, he is not one of those options. He is the way for a reason. Now, let me take you to the Bible. Please, open Matthew 11. Matthew 11. See, let, I just want us to settle some things. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Please put it on Amplified. Come unto me. Come to me, all who are weary and heavily burdened by religious rituals that provide no peace, and I will give you rest, refreshing your souls with salvation. Please, if you can put it in the message version, I'll really appreciate it. Come unto me. Come unto me. Come unto me. Are you tired? I'm talking to you. One out. Born out on religion. Come to me. Get away, get away with me and you recover your life. I'll show you how to take a reward rest. Some of you, your solution to the problem is rest. Rest. It will shock you. People go to bed. They seem to be sleeping, but they are not at rest. I'm talking to somebody here today. It is time for you to get rest. Rest that is not tied to 60 billion in your accounts. Rest that is not tied to when the man comes or the woman comes. The rest that only God gives. The woman that came to meet Jesus, I could see it. You see, that scene keep on playing in my mind. Everybody surrounded her. She's about to face her death sentence. This is jungle justice. Coming to meet a woman that she cannot even defend herself. Did she commit the sin? Yes. Was she caught in the act? Yes. Where is the person that committed it? They couldn't find him. So it was a setup. Setup brought this woman. There is no relative that could speak for her because it was something that they knew that she always does. She takes people's husbands. But that day, she thought it was a normal crash, casual relationship, but she did not know they set that up to kill her. She has once heard the gist that they lynched people who were caught in such acts, and these people did not spare the woman. They stoned her to death. Now it was her turn. She's now a victim. Nobody could speak for her. 
She had a best friend. But there too, as the crowds were, 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 were rushing, taking her, they were taking their steps back. Just like what Peter did to Jesus. As they were taking Jesus, he was taking a step back. No. Because I too, I need to secure my life. Her best friend said, I need to secure my life. She had mother. She had sisters. But at that point, nobody could speak for her. As I'm talking, I'm going to be talking some deep things. And you know God is speaking to you. They brought her in the midst of everybody. Now they're, they're, they're around her now. They have read what she did. But they did not tell the crowd that this woman is not really bad. Nobody could speak for her. The youths warming up to stone her. They've already carried their stone. They made a mistake and brought her to Jesus. Now let us use this to test this man. See, they preach saying he righteous. Let us use this to punish him. They brought an, a woman with, with nobody to defend her to come to Jesus. Master! We have caught a new one. This woman has committed the, the act. You know, if you are if these days, you know, you know what they will do? They will carry CCTV camera and record everything. But I want you to follow the story and look at how Jesus reacted. As they were reading the charges of all the things the woman did, Jesus was just done writing. I thank God that he was writing. I'll come back to it. He was just writing. Verdict number one. She took Isyama's husband and we caught her. Verdict number two. This man is the 52nd person that this woman has helped to destroy his home. Verdict number three. They were just talking. Jesus was just writing. At the end, I said, Jesus, are you not saying anything? The Lord Moses said we should kill this woman, not let us spare. Jesus, going beyond the law, stood up. You are here, there's nobody to defend you. God is here to defend you. So many things have been said about you in the past. To be honest, some of the things they said about you are true. But you don't have anybody to defend you. Nobody ever said the part that you gave to people, that you supported people. They just concluded. And they said, this is who you are. Jesus looked at her and said, he told them, look at the first thing Jesus Christ did was not to attack the woman, was not to ask the woman, is it true? Was to address her issues. Because Jesus knew that this woman, they were going to kill her. So Jesus had to answer her accuser. If anyone has not committed any sin, should be the first to stone this woman. Bible says from the youngest to the oldest. 
you go around condemning people, you have your issues too. How can she be in the choir and be doing runs? You have your issues too. Now, pastor, how can he be doing that? You have your issues too. Oh, you, because you see them, you are very, very fast to paint their picture. Ah, I cannot imagine. How can she go around, around, sleeping around? Ah, you've forgotten that you in your office, you used to use Biro to add extra ten. Ah, it they touch you, it will touch you. Paul was going around persecuting Christians. Religious guy with zeal. Going around to, kid finish all of them. Mystery of life when you follow Christ. It's about us and not an individual. Paul went around killing different individual Christians. When Jesus accosted him, he did not mention any individual name. He did not say, Paul, why did you kill Stephen? He said, why did you do it to me? Every believer that was touched was Jesus they were touching. I'm going somewhere. So it was no longer an individual. It was not him. The same prayer Jesus prayed. Father, may there be one as we are what? So if any man be in Christ, you are not connected with him. You are new. So there was a mystery. Jesus said, Paul, why did you persecute me? And Jesus rose and told the woman, where are your accusers? Okay, let me, let me paint it very well. This is, this, is, this is the same man called Saul. Look at it. And Saul just went wild. Devastating the church. Entering into house after house after house. Dragging men and women to jail. These women, they had, they had names. But when Paul encountered Jesus, Jesus mentioned, Nami, you the kilo. So when Jesus told the woman, where are your accusers? Where are the people that were accusing you? He said, they've gone. Jesus Christ told her, go, I don't condemn you. Do you know that singular act that Jesus did? Made that woman to, you don't understand. She became loyal to Jesus. She now became connected to him. The same thing that happened. He set off, when he got to the outskirts of Damascus, he was suddenly dazed. Yes, thank you, thank you, thank you. This was when the light came to meet, meet Saul, and he heard a voice. Saul, why did you persecute me? There are things God takes from you when your life is in his hands. There are many baggages you are carrying that you need to drop. I heard it when I was praying. But God said, Patrick, they need to drop those things. Accusations of people, thoughts of the past, what impressions of people. You're living your life based on what people think and say about you. This woman, nobody could defend her, only Jesus. So there's a different school of thought in the Bible that this was this the woman that came to pour the um, alabaster perfume and everything on Jesus. Now there's another school of thought that it was on the woman that Jesus Christ cast the, the demons out of her. But whichever, Jesus took something from them, accusations. Jesus took something from them, guilt. Jesus took something away from them, failure. Jesus took so many things from them, impressions of men. 
Jesus took some things from them. Mistakes of the past. And the woman brought the oil. Nobody could understand. Why would this woman take the most expensive thing she had and come to pour it in, you know, on, on Jesus? It was because of what Jesus did. He exchanged something. Jesus wants to exchange something in your life. Are you tired? Everyone listen to me. Answer this question. You might not tell me, but I want you to answer it within you. Are you tired? Listen to the question. Deep down inside you. Answer this question. Are you tired? If your answer is yes, Jesus has come to give you rest. But pastor, you don't understand. I'm a Christian. Yes. Sometimes. Christians, they are burnt out. Do you want to hear how many pastors, they have suicidal thoughts? Oh, yes. Should I tell you something? Do you know pastors that commit suicide? There are pastors that committed suicide. It's a dark, dark truth that people might not want to say. How can somebody who proclaimed the word commit suicide? They were tired. They were tired. Nobody believed that a pastor can be tired. Hey, newsflash. When they say pray for your pastors, many of you, you don't know. Do you know the level of intercession a pastor goes to? Daryl, I won't lie to you. I'm compelled to pray for members here. Not because they treat me right. Not because some of them, they have good behaviors. But I'm compelled to. And I have to do it with love, not with bad belly. Sometimes you wonder, then who prays for me? Pastor... Richard, Pastor Oyi. You see Pastor Oyi everywhere. Many of you can confess. Ah, Pastor Oyi, the guy, the ginger. Eh, eh, ginger. What about when he's tired? Some of you, you don't understand how that, Pastor, thank you so much. You don't understand what it does to us. It is the fuel that makes us when we are tired to say, you know, Patrick, intercede more. A pastor coming to church, praying for the members, kneeling down. And his car stopped on the road. The guy at the pool, pool cloth. The our members passed. Pastor! Drive past. I said! He's tired. Imagine a pastor receiving those kind of things. And you know the accuser of the brethren. Can you imagine? Somebody, his, 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 his USP is to accuse believers. The devil. See the people you are praying for. Then, the wives. Maybe they don't, they don't understand. That's why we need to be praying for our wives too. 
So you'll be in church in this, this morning tonight. What will your children eat? And you call yourself a man. And the guy is saying, ah, they now write a letter. If you cannot pay your children's school fees, please don't bring them to this school again. The man receiving those kind of things from I'm tired. So I don't feel like coming to church anymore. And such person takes his life. Somebody wrote a he wrote a suicide letter and said that he will he will change his mind to commit suicide if somebody will only smile at him as he was going through the bridge. People were passing. Nobody ever looked at the guy. Everybody was carried by their own issue. Most of this generation is Hey, guy, have an The guy was going, nobody. The rest is history. But Jesus has come to give you rest. If you are here, please, John 10, 10, please. You are a leader, you are a pastor. Jesus wants to give you rest. But I want to take it a step further. Be the Jesus that will give that person rest. Going around to meet a sister and say, Sister, are you all right? You're not interfering. I have learned to ask deliberate questions. Mostly when you see people going through. When you hear somebody say, Do you know how depressed I have been? Please surround that person with love. Pastor, you don't understand. How can I be? You, you, you know my own problem. I want to carry another problem. Sometimes to be healed, you have to go and be, be a healing to somebody. Pastor, do you know we are going through financial issues? Then you must, you, you will need to take the little to have, you have to go and give to somebody. Imagine somebody tell you, I'm not eating for a week. All because you just decided to buy food. Bros, I've a postro. Madam, there's a place we used to go and eat then. You know, Daru and Musad, they are two brothers, lovely brothers I, I, I bless God for. So most of my experience when I was much younger was always with them. So there's a place we call West Side. West Side was a, was a restaurant where we all go to eat. And um, it was very, very delicious. So whenever they come, I say, God, we'll go West Side. Now when we go there, what, what makes West Side so interesting is that when they're bringing the, the meat, the fish, everything, they put it, you know, they just pack it and put. Then they give you the rice and the plantain. So with that delicacy, as you know, it has a way of ministering to the soul. Mostly when you are going through uni son. The fellowship to tomorrow is a healing for us. I'm saying being the healing. Be the one to bring hope. This is what Jesus said, John 10, 10. Look at it. He says a thief is only there to steal and kill and destroy I came so they can have real life and eternal life more and better life than they ever dreamed this is what Jesus Christ has come to do 
the life of a believer is that you must every constantly go to refuel. Go to refuel. The Bible says the joy of the Lord is our strength. So when the joy is going down, your strength is going down. So we need to go back and rekindle our joy in God. How do you rekindle your joy? Going back to the presence of God. Let me tell you the most powerful weapon a believer can ever have. Hear me? The most powerful thing right now in these last days to secure yourself is not eloquent speech. The thing that will make anybody to put you in the line to ensure that the grace of God is extended to you, that you will make heaven, is a weapon that you know. What will keep you sane in this world with so many tribulations going around, you hear so many things that you want to get discouraged, what will take you off that realm? It's your daily devotion. When you that that time you 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 spend with God in the mornings, in the nights, in the afternoon, to read scripture, that is your weapon. That is your weapon. That is your weapon. When you spend time in the presence of God praying, that is your weapon. In these last days, do you want to listen to Nigerian news? To be honest with you, I don't listen to Nigerian news. Okay, please, if you are hearing me. It's not that I don't, sometimes I put the but, man, brother, I discovered the more I was listening to it, the more depression was throwing around me. I say, guy, Alpha, anything for me? Scripture says, faith coming by what? And hearing by what? Okay. Also, death coming by hearing. Hearing by negative news. Am I talking? So if you want to guide your future, guide the information you allow. Blessed is he who is not condemned by the things he allows. Guide yourself with the word of God. It might make you start changing the kind of music you listen to. Baby, baby. All the bad, bad things, they happen. All this country, they go die. Imagine, that is somebody's playlist. You did laugh? Baby, touch me, touch me, touch me, hey, touch me. See, that one is even good. You hear some song, Jump in the River. A friend to death. Song. And you say, I love that guy. I, they say, which, 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 of, which of his track is? He said, that number track six, that uh, uh, death to death. You listen to it. You cram the song. It becomes a part of you. It registers in your subconscious. You are dreaming of it. Then one day, the person climbed uh, tank. I said, what am I even doing in this life? And somebody said, jump. Some of you, when you're passing through Third Milan Bridge, you hear some voices. As you're looking at the river, guy, you sure say, you understand? You understand? You're coming again. You're saying, 
guy, how far now? Ah, all these people, where are they? Oh, oh. A person entered there, entered there that day, oh. Ah, if I just can do this, maybe, oh, maybe. Then one day he said, I don't, want, I don't want to drive. I want to just stroll past Tedmiland Bridge. Negative news. Jesus has come to give you rest. Genuinely. If you are here, you are tired. Tired with bills. If you are tired. If you are here, you are tired. You are tired. Raise up your hand. You will live. You will not die. You gather great treasures in you. I pray for you in the name of Jesus for peace restored to your life in full. No more struggle. From now on, you will begin to enjoy the peace of God. I speak peace to your mind. Peace to your mind. Peace to your mind. Peace. 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 I see a married woman here. You are carrying more than you can carry. Today, you need to drop it. 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 I hear God says, you need to drop it. You are carrying more than you can carry. And it's eating you up. You are a single person here. You have thought of suicide. You will live, you will not die. Your issues will not eat you up. In the name of Jesus, I come against every spirit of suicide. Listen, Taboya Geskaya. You are different and you are separated. You will live to fulfill God's agenda for your life. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I pray for peace. Peace, 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 peace of mind, peace of mind. Those things that seem to Basendo rede boske yalashkoya, barida yalos konta yaleba. No, in the name of Jesus, the relationships will work because you walk with the peace of God. You will not die in the name of Jesus. Peace, peace. I speak peace to your mind, your ears. You will begin to hear only from God. You will not hear the pressures of life. You will not hear them in the name of Jesus. Those thoughts that seem to overwhelm you, you will not hear them in the name of Jesus. The Bible says, Jesus said, my sheep, they know my voice. From today, you will begin to hear the voice of Jesus and not the voice of the pressure. Today, I speak to every lack in your life. Every lack in your life. In the name of Jesus. You will begin to see God's provision. God's provision. God's provision in your life. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Listen In the name of Jesus. No more negative news will enter into this body. No more negative news will enter into this soul. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. This message was brought to you by Church of God Mission International. 
Church for Real. For more information, log on to our website at www.churchforreal.org. Church for Real. Influence your world.